Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. You know, Vince, there's one place in this country that makes its bones on entertainment. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's it's in one particular place, or should I say one particular state. Oh, okay. Gee, yeah. I wonder, I, I wonder, can you catch some sun there, Tom? Because you're, you're looking a little pale. Oh, you can catch a lot of sun there. In fact, it's scorching hot in this particular place. Really? And... You might be able to, I don't know, risk it all, oh, gambling. Wow. Interesting. Would you say that the heat is from the sun or the lights? Oh, I would definitely say it's from the lights. Wow. Sounds like we're going to... Say it on three. One, two, two three. three. Nevada! Nevada! But with a twist... But we're not actually going to... <laughs> Why did we do that? It's not... You know what? It's kind of confusing because uh, the beer we're drinking is called Sierra Nevada, but it's absolutely from Chico, California. Your son Chico? <laughs> Your son Chico? Your son Fabio? Your son Elmo? Yes. Uh, we're doing a big one today. Uh, this Some people say this is kind of like the original craft beer. Or yeah. It's one of the originals. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And it's... Uh, yeah, we just we had to do it now, and uh, apologies to Ryan Mack in advance. I know he wanted to do one of these with us, but oh, I didn't realize that. No, I don't think he was like committed to it, but he was like <laughs> he wasn't committed. So, so he's not gonna. <laughs> he like, brought it up. I don't think he'll be upset. But. I, have, I don't. I don't have to lock my door. He's not gonna come no. in in the dark of night and wait for me. <laughs> no, 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 definitely <laughs> one of those, not. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is almost a beer that needs no, no introduction, but we're going to give it one anyway. So, Vince, why don't you set the table? All right. It is literally called the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. And if you say Nevada, it's not a potato potato. <laughs> it's Nevada, Nevada. So, Good just letting you. you know. We're looking at a 5.6% beer here. So, pretty easy drinking for a pale ale. And the description, we've kind of hit it already. Our most popular beer, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, is a delightful interpretation of a classic style. Deep amber color, exceptionally full-bodied, complex character, generous quantities of premium cascade hops give the pale ale its fragrant bouquet and spicy flavor. Now, for a lot of you guys, that doesn't mean much. And I'll admit, it means more to me, and probably to you, Tom, than it did when we started this podcast. Absolutely. But... That's why we're here. We're going to do a little translation for you and put it in some terms that you might understand. And if you don't like it, you can leave. But please don't. Um, so, well, Actually, you, you can. Because if you made it this far, we got the credit. Yeah. So we, um, so we did some research on this one. This is one of the biggest craft breweries in the United States. It's actually the third biggest. And it was started by a man named Ken Grossman. No relation to Rex, by the way. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I know Chicagoans. What about Robbie? (laughs) Robbie Grossman. First baseman for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Right fielder. Sorry. I'm going to assume no. Probably not. But maybe. Um, So Ken Grossman founded Sierra Nevada in 1980. So a real long time ago. And he did what many craft craft brewers do over the next over the next three decades he retrofitted you know some old equipment he bought a brew house and you know 
Now, Sierra Nevada brews over a million barrels of beer per year, predominantly from the Chico, California location. Um, they call this place Malt Disney, which oh, I think okay. is yeah, very yeah, yeah. clever. Yeah. Well, I, I've heard that is very, very clever. Yeah. Before we go any farther, um, I would just like to say that Ken Grossman just sounds like a mid-level IT professional. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he could have been a character in Office Space, for yeah, sure. Yeah. My stapler. Did anyone see my stapler? I believe, I believe you have my stapler. Um, so Chico, California is in Northern California. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but they have a, a this incredible brewery location. They also uh, debuted an East Coast production facility in North Carolina, about 20 minutes outside of Asheville. You know, their marketing is very straightforward. You know, it's all about it's all about the West Coast. It's all about um, obviously Sierra Nevada itself and the the high altitude heavy hitters. So they have a large selection of beers you've probably tried. Hazy Little Thing IPA, Hoptimum. There's just literally like a very long list of stuff. But, you know, this is one of the greatest success stories in craft beer history. Well, how do you define success, right? Because, I mean, for most companies, it's selling out or just selling. Right. And he's not done that. He has not done that. They're the largest independently owned uh, brewery in the world. Does that make him and Sierra Nevada like, the ultimate success story? I think I think in the beer community, you would have to say yes. And this company has such a cult following that they have a traveling beer festival called Beer Camp Across America um, that starts in California and moves through North Carolina just basically every single year. And That's I don't know. Pretty if, wild. I don't know of many companies that can say that they literally caravan across the manifest destiny of the u.s i i don't either let alone say it every year i love the festival atmosphere it's got my wheels turning on on a property i saw recently yeah before we do that though for our for our favorite uh our favorite listeners who love to notify us when we've gone way too long without a crack we've gone way too long without a crack what do you say we do it for them let's do it sierra nevada cheers tom i'm ready we're also not even cracking. We're popping. Popping bottles. Yes. There we go. I do respect, again, one, another thing you got to respect about Sierra Nevada is it says fresh seal cap, use bottle opener on it. Like that is key for me because the number of times I've tried to use a bottle opener on a twist off can or yeah. bottle, it's, it's embarrassing. It's idiot proof. Uh, that's for sure. God bless them. So... You talked about this camp across America. I did. Let me take a sip. Sorry. I just realized. I just realized I hadn't taken a sip either. Yikes. Sip taken. Um, You and I have had this many times before, so this is not our first one. Oh, yeah. And it's it's damn good. good. Very good. Damn good pale ale. Just exceptionally well done. But what was your point you were about to make? Well, so we're talking about this party across this camp specifically. Have you seen... The WeWork, uh, the Apple TV WeWork <laughs> special. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I've only seen the first episode, but I did watch the WeWork documentary that okay. was on Hulu, I believe. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, Adam Newman. It so, gets a little yeah. confusing because you've got one streaming service that has the actual documentary and then a totally different streaming service that has it's, it's the, the same thing with version. Theranos, too. Yes. But, you know, I, they did a decent job. One of the things that I'm reminded of is this like 
the summer camp aspect of it, right? And yeah. I don't know if you've been far enough into it yet. Well, I watched the documentary, so I know what it is. So the, yeah. it's common knowledge. We work basically put together this summer camp where they invited every employee that they had to this huge, like, I guess, campground of sorts and basically put on like a festival where everybody got absolutely trashed and they were further indoctrinated into the cult of WeWork, right? And this seems similar. I'm go- I know I just talked about cult and then <laughs> threw in Sierra Nevada here, <laughs> yeah. which I don't think is necessarily correct. Yeah. But you're talking about a summer camp uh, across America type deal. That's exactly... It's, to me, without having been, it sounds like what WeWork might have been trying to do done appropriately and properly and also with actual staying power unlike we work which crashed and burned like uh like a meteorite you gotta give it to them though man good lord yeah they they had something cooking for a while and you know it's interesting that you bring this up because we not that long ago we're making fun of jared leto who plays adam newman in the uh we crashed he did show. a pretty good job yeah, I know, but there's also a lot of similarities between Jared Leto and the guy from WeWork. They're both pompous guys who are charismatic, they both have long hair, and they both just view the world in an incredibly specific way that irks a lot of people. But for some people, it charms the shit out of them. And I'm not one of those people that's charmed by Jared Leto. I think that he's a fucking insane person. I... T- don't like a lot of the stuff that he's in but i can also admit that there are times that i've seen him and stuff and i've been like okay jared leto was pretty good in that i don't think that's totally analogous to this particular company only because sierra nevada has been one of the gold standards of craft beer for for decades let's call what it is i mean to me this is sierra nevada is a24 the a24 of beer wouldn't you say they're more like the Marvel Entertainment of beer? No, Marvel is like big box. Marvel is it would be if they if they got bought out by Anheuser Busch or something like that, or you know they they had a series. To me, Marvel has so many individual properties that yeah. it has to be one of these conglomerates, right? Okay, that I, I see what you're saying. So you're thinking like independent things, independent, well, good content, yeah, regularly award winning. That is Sierra Nevada, and this pale ale would be what? Do we even know what was A24's first big hit? I don't know. They've been around for so long. Um, it's hard to know. It's hard, hard to know, and they've had a big sweep. But I'm actually going to go a slightly different route with this. I'm going to go music. I'm going to say that the Red Hot Chili Peppers the are very similar to this group, and I'm going to say that for Ooh. a couple of reasons. So. Red Hot Chili Peppers, for those who don't intimately know the history, started in 1985, okay? A long, long time ago. And they are still relevant in 2022. They've had a literally a four-decade run. And with a couple exceptions, they've they've rotated out some guitarists. But they've had like almost the same lineup the whole time. And they pretty much like invented a genre of music on their own. This like punk funk in your face, you know, attitude, but they've, they've evolved and they've 
evolved over, you know, many different phases of music. And, you know, rock music is far from the most popular genre today. Sure. And it, what they were doing was not the most popular thing when they started. And they keep going. And I don't think that they've ever really, quote unquote, sold out. I mean, they've made a lot of money and they've done tremendously well and they're very famous. But I don't think they've ever, like, sacrificed their image for just, like, profit, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, I, I've heard a lot about Anthony Kiedis's book. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. What, yeah it's called Scar, Scar Tissue. Tissue. Yeah. It's kind of old now, but it's it's riveting. It's incredible. Our producer, Bo, agrees. Yeah. He's producer. a big, big Red Hot he's, Chili Peppers He's back. There was, a, there was a huge controversy during the fan of the year. Last year, when Bo had entered himself, yeah. and uh, he was ineligible, obviously because he was an employee. And see, now he's he's making a big deal about it now. Yeah. But uh, he's back. We finally got him back on, and uh, he's got some thoughts. So so we're gonna we're gonna let him yeah. on in a hot second here. But continue your thought. My my thought is basically, you know, there's a lot of companies that that try to do craft beer. There's obviously a lot of smaller niche companies that do similar thing, but. You know, you got to hand it to Ken Grossman. He started a long time ago, and he's kept it going, and he's been tremendously successful. So with that in mind, Vince, I think what we're going to do is we're going to try this fantastic beer out of a glass, like many people have done over the course of time. So I'm trying it. Um, No no real differences. The scent is about the same. I mean, there's there's no difference in this one for me. It's just good beer good pale ale which is what we've come to expect from sierra nevada and tom while we were while you were talking red hot chili peppers for those of us who recognize a24 but maybe don't remember exactly what they've done i actually pulled up their movies yeah when was their first big hit their first their first big hit was in 2013 so that it was actually their first release was February 8th, 2013, A Glimpse Inside the Mind of Charles Swan. No idea, but that looks like a Roman Coppola, probably related. Okay. I don't remember that one. Uh, Ginger and Rosa was the next, which happened about a month later. And on the same day, Spring Breakers. Oh, boy. So they go Spring Breakers. Their next one's The Bling Ring, followed by Spectacular Now. Then you've got a few that uh, you know didn't really hit. Obvious Child. The Captive, A Most Violent Year. I saw that. While We're Young, Ex Machina. Oh my God, Ex Machina. Hold on, that's an incredible movie. Oh, I, I enjoyed that one. Really all good. The way through. Great Oscar Isaac and um, what's his name, the ginger guy. Domhnall Gleeson. Wait, am I thinking of a different one? Which one am I thinking of with Adrian Brody where he... Oh, you're thinking of Splice, I think. Oh, yeah, I am. Oh, boy. Wow, way different Yeah, that's very different. Mississippi Grind, which I believe... That's Ryan Reynolds. Yep. You would like that one. Uh, Room. Do you remember Brie Larson's big one? I believe she won an Oscar for that. The Vich. So somewhere around 2016, about three years in, they started to get really, really, really good into that quality that you expect now. But it's interesting because... All of the ones that started early, the Bling Ring, probably Spectacular Now. I, I think that one yeah. wasn't incredible. But uh, Spring Breakers, those were supposed to be like joke movies that ended up being good. Yeah, and this raises an interesting question too because not to con- 
continuously harp on the independent status, but it is pretty rare in entertainment now for independent companies to thrive. Like almost every major property is owned by a huge media conglomerate or a streaming service. And they're all just constantly trying to drive content out of intellectual property, right? Yeah. There's very few original things. And oh, Vince, I finally got there. Here we go. This beer is Severance from Apple TV Plus. Wow. He's been waiting. He's been waiting. I've been to waiting that to in. talk about this. And I- guess what? I finished it now. So oh, I'm ready. thank God. I'm ready to fully participate. Yes, this is this is great. <laughs> so this is something I've given the Severance sales pitch so many times that I should work for Apple TV Plus at this point. Or just for Severance. If they want to hire me, I will happily get severed to be on that show. Actually, I won't, but um, you get the point. So if you haven't seen Severance, it is an original series on Apple TV Plus. And when I say original, I mean... Somebody wrote this from scratch. It's not based on a book. It's not based on some fucking bullshit from 25 years ago. It's an original idea. And basically, it's about a company where people agree to the process process of severance, which means they get a microchip put inside of their brains so that when they go to work, they become a completely different person that knows nothing about the outside world other than their name. And they just do this job. And then when they leave, the person who signed up for that doesn't know anything that happened at work. They don't know what the job is like. They don't even know the people that they work with. So it's basically like saying, hey, for eight hours a day, I'm going to black out and somebody else is doing my job. Right, which sounds appealing, to be honest. I think for a lot of people. Sure. You obviously get through it and you start to understand the nuances. And we won't give too much away here at all. Yeah. But uh, really a unique show, 150%. And it leads me down a path. I actually just finished the fourth season of Ozark. I literally... So did I, yeah. I lost sleep to do it. I think we talked about this already. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We, no, not, <laughs> not on this podcast, but we definitely did. Yes. <laughs> just in case you guys are wondering if Tom and I do the exact same thing when we're not recording, we absolutely do. Yes, that's true. Um, but Jason Bateman's performance in it He is so calm and calculating throughout, even while, and he's not even calculating constantly, but he's just so calm throughout that. And I'm starting to think through all of his performances, it's a rarity that he goes nuts. He is always very calm, emotionally in check, to the point that when he explodes, it's phenomenal. Horrible bosses. Yeah. He explodes in that for a minute. He doesn't explode angrily in the changeup, but he's asked to be a douche, and he does it so well. Correct. Right? He's a really, really talented guy, and he's been, he's been on as this essential straight man for, what, 30 years now? Yeah. I mean, he started off as a child actor, so really his whole life. But it's interesting that you... You're making that reference too because I felt similarly about Adam Scott in this show. Like, we've seen Adam Scott go insane in movies like Step Brothers. Oh my God. I in- just confused Jason Bateman and Adam Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, there you go. Yeah. So there you go. So, yeah. like, they're, they're kind of similar actors, but like, what's amazing about Severance is Adam Scott is essentially playing two different guys and like, it's so internalized, but. Then there are moments when he cracks and it's like, holy shit. Like, I think 
that Severance is by far the best acting that Adam Scott has done. And I'm not going to say it's the best acting you, John Turturro. I'm sorry, did you did you watch his turn on Boy Meets World <laughs> oh, as a bully? I did, but I missed out on that one. <laughs> I think he was on another random show as well, the, like one of those stupid sitcoms. But yeah, I mean, Jason Bateman's a great one too, because like Ozark was another original property that turned into a big hit. I we've, We won't know what's going to happen with Severance, but... I could see it being about a three or four season show max. I could see Severance being very Arrested Development, where yeah. has its three seasons, gets cut. I had to say like they wanted to continue, yeah. but it gets cut, and then there's a cult following for it. It seems it strikes me very similar or very much as one of those network TV shows that didn't work out. They have three or four seasons because they're just desperate to continue it. Sure. And then it ends up on Netflix like five years later and you're like, whoa, I'm into this because I can watch it all at once. Well, the only difference is like this is something that Apple acquired because they wanted to like make make some buzz in the streaming entertainment game. I I mean, Ted Lasso is their most popular show, but I, I definitely think Severance is by far the best show that they've made in terms of quality. Give them credit. They've taken some swings. See? Yeah. Very interesting concept. Absolutely awful. Yeah. The after party was kind of cute, but it got a little annoying. I didn't like it. One episode yeah. in, I didn't like it. And it, it their strategy of stacking stars, too, is is pretty interesting. It's, yeah, well, because they're, they're a trillion-dollar company. They can afford anyone they want. Yeah, for the most part, but right, and so they're a trillion dollar company. They can afford anything. Sierra Nevada, actually, fun fact here: their first beer was a stout, the first one they yeah. brewed. Okay, I saw that in the notes. That's crazy. I yeah. do not think of them as a stout because company. they're yeah. they've become really good at pale ale. Yeah, and so I'd like to go. I know I said Sierra Nevada, the brewery is like a twenty four, the studio. I'm gonna go, and you can go Adam Scott here, but I think it applies just a little bit more to Jason Bateman, right? And you could maybe you could even do Vince Vaughn if you wanted to, and you'll see where I'm going in a second. It's a long-running, classic, always delightful beer, the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, that comes from a surprising place, right? So Jason Bateman pretty much does the same thing over and over and over again. He does it so much that he numbs you into thinking you know what you're going to get, and then... He turns on a dime, and he does something like the change-up. He does something like his explosion of anger in Ozark. Hor- horrible bosses. Yeah. Even even Ozark, and you're just so shaken and surprised because you're like, you didn't know you ha- he had it in him. If you want to go uh, Adam Scott, it's almost the opposite because he really came to my mind and my consciousness as playing the asshole really well. Yep. And then I actually got a chance to meet him, and he's the nicest guy in the world. But he also started playing some just, like, average nice characters, and he has that range. Go ahead and throw Vince Vaughn in there, because Vince Vaughn wasn't always the comedy guy. He He started in a remake of Psycho. He did. And you know what? He was good. These guys have acting chops, but they get typecast a little bit, and it's easy to forget how good they are. Yeah, and I honestly think that that is a perfect description of this beer because we drink a lot of beers on the show. I try a lot of different beers. I have a lot of go-tos. And for some reason, I don't think to order a Sierra Nevada all that often. Or like when I'm at the liquor store, I don't 
really think about it, but it's a fantastic beer. And it's just, it's almost like consistent to a fault in the sense that like you just like take it for granted. Yeah, you want to go explore something else right. because you know it'll be right like, there waiting. But if somebody hands you a Sierra Nevada, I'll tell you, this is the first time I bought Sierra Nevada possibly in the last five to six years. Yeah. And I'm not disappointed. I'm elated. Yeah, and you know, I'm obviously biased because I love Arrested Development, but Jason Bateman is... I think the perfect analogy for this one. When have you seen Jason Bateman show up somewhere and been like, ugh. Oh, fuck. God it's Jason Bateman. Dang it. <laughs> no one says that. Yeah, he's not he's Joseph great. Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely not. Oh, oh, well, with that in mind, Vince, what, what are you giving this one? I'm giving this a 4.25 out of 5. I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5 times. I Tom, think this wow. is great. Have we switched spots? <laughs> I usually give a higher ranking than you, but... There have been quite a few this season that I've gone lower. I know. We're we're on an interesting run here, but <laughs> you, I mean <laughs> Have we been severed? Are we the same person? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Is this the change up? <laughs> you know, that would be an interesting thing to do for our pod if <laughs> the change up. If oh you acted God. like me and I acted like you for a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to get some uh, some surgery done. I just but. feel like you would basically you'd basically just whisper. <laughs> Um, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, please, if you haven't tried Sierra Nevada, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's, it's fantastic. Get in there. And also, while you're at that, subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media, specifically Instagram and Twitter. And we got them. We got those things. But yeah, this is just this is a Hall of Fame beer. I love it, and I still I'm still fond of it good i think that came through yeah and until next time i'm tom i'm vince this has been friday night beers where we have clear eyes full cans must booze